Hello, everybody, and welcome to Insane Rhetoric. We are so happy you decided to come and join us today. We have a great topic for you today, and we know you will love it as much as we do. So come on in and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. very hard to do what up insane ready what's going on good morning good morning you know what it is the world is upside down and we're trying to make it right side up we heard back with another episode of insane rhetoric hey you know what it is good morning sister what's yanking you got it what's the word thunderbird i don't know man there's a lot of crazy stuff happening pinky and the brain we're pinky and the brain who are the genius the other's insane. <laughs> What's, good with it? What's happening? How you been doing? Uh, so my Thanksgiving sucked, but I'll tell y'all about it later. <laughs> Can't wait yeah. to hear that. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to start the show. <laughs> I hated Thanksgiving. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> So what we got on the on the floor today? What we dropping on the floor today? What's good? What's green? What's yanking? What we got popping? Uh, well, I think we talking about we. Hey, okay, we saw. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. We got some guests. Those show tonight. <laughs> who we who we got? <laughs> they look like freaking frack. <laughs> Well, we got red dragon. Oh, she's gonna introduce herself. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I figure I'd use my anxiety to the good and introduce myself. I am your girl, red dragon poet, and I've had my fair share of relationship moments. Can't wait to weigh in. Oh my god! Darn glad okay. to be here. <laughs> okay. How you doing, Tucker White guy? <laughs> Yeah, y'all know he called himself that. Okay. I'm doing very, very well. How's Thanksgiving? How's Granny doing? Granny's doing really good. You know, she had a little rough night last night, but that happens when you're 86 years old. So, you know, I had to take care of her a little bit and do some stuff for her. And it, it is what it is. You know, that's part of my responsibility. So I step All up. Right. We I like it with Granny doing good. good. We like I'm it when she's doing a story good. about a man named Jed. <laughs> I like it with Granny doing well. I do too. She's gonna watch this show today. Is she? Is she as soon as it's recorded and it's uploaded, she's gonna uh, watch look at Granny. Granny be watching our show. On the show one day. Granny be chilling. She 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 good. Granny good. She good people. I, we like yeah. we love you, Granny. Right. Hey. <laughs> Come on, Granny. We can put you on the show. We know you got something to say. At 83 years, you didn't live life, baby. We love Granny. We love Granny. I bet right. Granny done had her share of relationships. You no, know, one. I think she had one. That's that's the kind we need to weigh in on. Yeah. It was a 63-year marriage. It was beautiful. That's what I'm talking they about. Both, they were both there first, and mm. they mm. took it to the end. Wow, that's yeah. beautiful. It is. If I if I know what I know right now, I'm glad I I'm glad I ain't have sex. I'm glad I ain't married my first. Mm. Me too. That must, she that, was must been, that must have been horrible. 
Well, I I recently I I within the last seven years I saw my first. We had a conversation or two, mm. and um, yeah, horrible, huh? <laughs> I was like, I was like, wow. But you know what? I bet you did in the time that you met him from the time that you met him up until now when you really figured out like who he was as a grown man. You probably had some fun times and some good times. I actually did. When they were going on. I did. My my first was um my first my first actually was a very good man to me. Um, protective, and not in a not in a um. It was it wasn't a, in a controlling way, but but I felt very very safe with him, and we had lots of fun. Just either just being kicking it, you know, at home or yeah. being out and about. Like we we had fun. The way we met was crazy. Um, you know, but see, now I know though, okay, you know, I just thought of this. Now I know if I meet you and I'm not feeling you like that. Don't be bothered. And some people in my life be like, no, go ahead. Forget them. (laughs) I need to be like, I need to run. Yeah. (laughs) Like. Run like forest. Run for Forest, run. run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've had two of those in my life. <laughs> hey, but you know, like the the like the bad experiences of relationships. Okay, so insane rhetoric. Apparently, we're talking about relationships. We talk so, about relationships. You know today. what I'm saying? So you 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 know. It it don't matter if you screwing one or if you just friends with one, but relationships is relationships. Some things complicate them more than others. But uh we're talking about relationships. So like, I mean, you think about relationships, what is relationships built off of in the 21st century? That's the first opening question right there. What are they really built off of? May I take this one? Go right ahead. Oh, you so nice and just gonna ask permission. Keep that up. My opinion is they have to match your energy. You know, your faith, loyalty, honesty, and you you have to have fun. I mean, you know, and it could be in the bedroom, it could be just going out and doing stuff, like something they've never done taking them to another place that they've never been. And, you know, it, it's one of those like really fun times when you get to see somebody smile because they've never been to a place that you take them to, or I get to be happy to a place that I've never been to that they take me to, you know, it's, it's honestly a really beautiful moment. And I, I think that's very important you know it's it's not just it's not just like everything that everybody expects but you have to find that right person and i have 
Ooh, do tell. Yeah. You <laughs> talk to me on the phone. Oh, we talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I forgot about. Oh, yeah. I, okay. I ain't know we was. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, let's go. Well, that is very nice when it's nice, when it's right. But before you find the right one, some of us go through a series of wrong ones. And I want to weigh in on that shit because I'm a constant roller coaster. You're not a common denominator, though? Mm -hmm. You know what? That is so funny. Uh, yes and no. On the, on to be real, yes and no, because uh, at some point you do have to stop pointing fingers and look within. But while that ball was rolling, no, nah, wasn't my fault altogether. So uh, when you say what is what is uh, relationships built on? Well, I'm a '70s kid, so for me relationships was pretty much built off of what I saw around. And even though that was another generation, I wanted that for myself because that's what I saw. That's what I was surrounded by. So me being an impressionable female, fresh, sheltered, no street sense at all, but this is my ideal up here about what a relationship should look like based off my environment. So I go out in the world or sneak out into it and I'm looking and trying to take that image of what I saw and paste it on what's out there amongst my generation. And let me tell you, it ain't never what you think it is because your generation is just that. Everyone is going through trying to find themselves. So to try and stick a mature, healthy, fully evolved image on something that ain't there yet, it's a recipe for disaster. It really is. And I think that that is the jump off point for a lot of women uh, that make bad choices because they grew up and what they saw was what they either felt they needed to have and that could have been dysfunctional or they saw something that was an illusion because you know back then in the 70s it was pretty much you know, it had a safe face on the outside but don't nobody know what's really going on on the inside so a lot of times I think we take what we see and we run out here and we try to and get that without really finding out who we are first. And that could be a dysfunctional perspective if you're, if you're not loved right, if you are uh, abused, because I think that's the gateway for us to say, my relationship may be based off of trauma or a trauma bond or drug use or or somebody that's suicidal and, and we're sympathetic for each other. That can be uh, something where a lot of people feel a relationship, that's the foundation, that's what it is. And I think that's where a lot of women feel, he got to go upside my head, show me that he loved me. Oh yeah, that's what love is. So I think that 
that's where a lot of us get our perspective from about a relationship early on. And for some of us, it never changes. For most of us, yeah, we keep beating our head up against the wall or get beat up against the wall so many times. Something clicks and we just start, we start looking for outside of what we know. And then as we take that journey, it's like we start to figure out what we like, what we don't like. Well, some of us, you know, so it, it just all depends. How, how, how much do you want to evolve and, or how much are you going to keep lying to yourself? Well, <clears throat> there's a passage in the Bible that says this. It says you don't put old wine into a new wine skin because it will burst it won't contain the old wine because its age is matured and is it has gone through the process of time and what most people do in relationships they tend to bring old things from previous relationships into things that's new and expected to work the same way 90 percent of the problem is people don't have standards and borders that they put up when it comes to uh, creating relationships. And when you have a person that you just see, oh man, it's like, she fine, he fine. And I'm gonna see what they can do and what, what type of money they got. You are already building your perception the wrong way because it, it is people that is out there that have plenty of money, but they are plenty crazy you know what i'm saying because they have the money they think that they can do what they want to whoever they want but it is a self-esteem issue for anybody to stay in a relationship that is compromising to their life i don't care how much you think you love that person because when it comes down to it eventually it's going to get pushed so much that they might try to do something to you that's life ending because you never stood up and said, I'm not going to take that. That goes back to my standards and our borders, what you are willing to accept. And today's society, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing. It ain't like when we were growing up, it was built on uh, values, truth, morals, the things that we're trying to accomplish. Man, relationships now, if you ain't got the right person, it's built on what I can get from you. So according to Healthline.com, <clears throat> there are 12 signs of love, romantic love in a relationship. This is how you know. You feel safe with them. They listen, so 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 they're, you're listening to each other basically. You're acknowledging your differences instead of trying to change each other. You can communicate easily, um, and that might involve discussing emotions, identifying and addressing areas of conflict, connecting through physical and emotional intimacy, checking in about relationship boundaries and turning in, uh, I'm sorry, tuning into signals uh, in body language, 
Um, you you encourage each other to do your own thing. You trust each other. You make an effort. So that that includes prioritizing time together, expressing an interest in getting to know each other, being prepared to talk through disagreements or conflict, agreeing to try new things together, expressing their commitment to mutual growth as partners. Um, you know that you can collaborate and compromise with each other. One of the two, like you, you're able to, you know that you can do that with each other. Uh, you help each other get needs met. Um, health, finances, stress, problems at work, like you, you get, you help each other get things met. You respect each other. That includes honesty, um, clear, prompt communication, um, polite and considerate language, even during arguments. Um, no pressure to set boundaries. Uh, you know, one's not trying to pressure the other one to set their boundaries aside. You you may be compromising some things, but you're not you're not being pushed to. Um, set your boundaries aside. And you're seeing these things every day. Like you're, you're witnessing these things in your relationship every day. Um, you each want the best for the other. Uh, so. <clears throat> I, I, I can agree with that. I mean, in, in, in life, you don't always have those needs met. And I, I'm going to say this. The problem with some relationships, not all, is somebody is talking more than the other one is listening. And when you have that type of issue, then you can't get nothing done. You can't be in the same book on the same paragraph on the same sentence line. It just it just doesn't work. You know, when you don't respect a person for who they are, then you're not going to pay attention to them. You're not going to listen. You're not going to try to find out what they do or what they're trying to do. You're just going to do what you want to do and try to move forward. But then that's no point of being in the relationship because the found one of the foundations of relationship is building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the only way you can you can build is you find out what that person is good at. Most of the time, well, 90% of the time of the things I have ran through in life with relationships is that the other wants to change the other. If you don't accept who that person is, you are already at odds with each other from beginning because you don't have no value in who I am. So if I want to change a person in, in that I'm in a relationship with, that means that I don't really truly love who that person is because I'm trying to get something different than what I have. And that happens a lot because people are like oh I, I want the thick one over her but I want her to be thick now wait a minute a lot of them thick but a lot of them are clueless 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Adult Sesame Street. What is thick? Oh. Uh, <laughs> thick it man. Like your standards, like what you want, you know? Yeah, and like. Like, like, yeah, yeah, growing up, y'all would call it the perfect shape 24, 36, 24, you know, whatever you, whatever the Coke bottle used to be. So that's, that's thick, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but, okay. Yeah. So, so 36, I, 24, 36. 36, thank you. So, yeah. She's a brick house. Oh, there, there you go. There you go. Old 70 song. She mighty, mighty. Oh, Just letting it all hang out. She's a brick. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Brick house. Gotcha. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so, lady stack. Right. Ain't holding nothing back. Nothing oh. back. Chico down with your bow bow. Chico bow, chico bow bow. Okay, I'm sorry. She's on break. Break. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, so like, so when you think about that, when they think, you know, like they can be thick and be straight clueless. You know what I'm saying? They don't have nothing of upstairs to offer you in they in their head the only thing they looking for is trying to get the next bag bag meaning money they you know what i'm saying they ride oh, on the coat they so ride on the coat that's like a professional hoe i know of right, mm-hmm. there you go so there you go so y'all, let me they, tell y'all about her okay let, okay i'm sorry <laughs> me, you go you gotta hear about this professional hoe okay <laughs> now that i know the difference between a whore thought and a <laughs> prostitute <laughs> Yeah, Y'all we did go back that and listen to the thought theory. We did that show. Okay. <laughs> so let me, let me tell y'all about this professional hoe that I know of. Okay. So this professional hoe <sighs> graduated from an Ivy League school, got a law degree. Okay. They married a very, 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 super very at that time that they married them, professional athlete, like Michael Jordan status athlete, but in football. Okay. I ain't gonna well, I could give you a stat, but then you you'd be able to narrow it down. So okay, I won't do that. Okay, let's just say this. It's not Herschel Walker. Okay. Speaking so, of how is he doing these days in that runoff? It's not just it ain't, it ain't, it ain't. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so she married, she went from her daddy's house to married to this man. She was only married about two years and they divorced. She married again, but this time she stayed married two years. Again, that's her track record, two years. But this time she got a baby. That's how I know about it because this is a close personal friend of mine who ended up having to pay her uh, $8,700 child support. To the man? Yeah. Good job. No, the, the, no, the man oh. paid her. The man paid her eighty because she had a baby. She's married two years. Mm-hmm. Because she, look, she was even trying to get his the money that belonged to his older daughter who was from a previous dead wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was and even trying to get that money. And she see, didn't get what, it. That's that's what I'm saying. So you riding out there, and I heard you, sister, you riding out there and you trying to 
grab onto somebody else's success to find you. You right. know what I'm saying? That so, ain't... so the the daddy bought a car, BMW. The sports figure bought her car, BMW. The the lawyer married to the lawyer bought her a car. Okay, two years she gets a baby, she leaves. Eighty-seven hundred dollars child support. Okay, then then she go get another man, again wealthy man, two years married, pregnant. They divorce. Now she gets some more child support. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it ain't no different. I, I I get it. It ain't no different than than women uh having kids and having the government take care of them. But ain't you no know different. what? You it's pi- the same in how we look at each the... other and judge when we all doing the same thing, just on a different level. But we all ain't doing the same thing because well, some people, she some hoeing, people, she hoeing. No, no, no but I'm saying in general, we talking, we're not just talking about that situation. We're talking right, about right. in general. We mm-hmm. we all ain't doing the same thing. Some people mm-hmm. are out here actually building legacy for themselves, and then you you married to somebody, and they trying to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I know people who are married who got they they are VPs in companies. You know what I'm saying? And their their wives are VPs in companies. They're building something as a unit. But when you have a freaking taker, which a lot of women are takers and guys that's deliberately having kids to trap a guy, that ain't that ain't no who, who wants to be who wants to be with somebody like that. I know a person that's 25 and five kids. So and you and you jamming you you don't never have your kids you jamming trying to get you another bag from somebody else. What were you trying to say, Tugwaga? I was gonna say like I, you and I actually talked about that this week on our phone call about that mm-hmm. girl that met in college. She mm-hmm. was. 23 I was 21 and you know she had two different kids two different kids at 23 and then she reached out to me and she had two other kids with two different fathers so she had four children with four different dads and I'm like I'm not going to be daddy number five like you know the girl I'm talking to now zero kids loves me makes me feel happy and she's one of the only people has ever made me feel that i can just like become you know and it's a very interesting experience because i've never had it before man i want to know this i want to know this how you gonna take a girl out that got six kids like baby's kids who finna get a babysitter for all these ninjas I'm not paying for that shit. That's that's baby daddy's problem, not mine. And it ain't even his problem because she ain't with him. Well, I don't care. Like no, I'm just saying it ain't his problem. She's, getting, she's the one getting the yeah. on child support. I don't want any part not, of that. Not, not, but you know what? I ain't even talking about on that stage of the thing. I'm talking about in the hood right now. If you got chicks in the hood, there's 
screwing everything under the sun to get kids back, guys, to try to lock them down under child support for the next 18 to 21 years, depending on what the gender of the kid is. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I'm out. No way. That's crazy. I'm not. I'm not sticking my dick in you. No way. <laughs> well, 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 well. Sorry. The thing, the thing, but see, but the thing about it is, you don't know. Because she had it. 90, mm -hmm. 90% of the people that's out there, as soon as you ask them if they got kids, they go, oh, no, I ain't got no, no. kids. I ain't got no kids. But you got a tribe of kids. <laughs> you got a whole Native American just tribe. Everywhere. Anybody that run into you in the street and see you with this chick, they already know they didn't already took her down through there, and one of them probably is. I'll tell you this, like, you know, it there's a beautiful moment when you're with somebody. I met this woman six years ago, and I didn't think I had an opportunity with her. She's been mistreated horribly. And she's just not happy. Um, I've never seen her more happy. Like when I stare directly into her eyes, when I hold her, like we're both like. When I look in your eyes, I still go crazy. Oh, oh, yeah. I was going to say, when I look into your eyes. <laughs> I swear, but it's like, it's pure like elation. You know, we're both so happy. And that's what a relationship should be when you want to see somebody, when you yeah. want to be with them, when, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not a cuddler. Mm -hmm. She is like the exception to the rule. And it's, it's just so different for me. So well, I have a question. What's up? So that goes back to what Red Dragon was saying. The assumption is if a woman has children, whether they by the same daddy or they by diff 15 different daddies, woman got multiple children. If she is doing things on her own, she didn't she didn't go file for child support or welfare. Some of us out there like that. She's struggling. She might be honest about that struggling too. She might she might honestly be struggling, and she's just an open book. She says what's what's true and what's right, mm -hmm. but she's not gone to file child support on any of the fifteen children. <laughs> she's not gone to welfare, maybe unless she needed the help with the um, medical. Be, you Get know, the medical, getting them mm -hmm. to the doctor. Mm -hmm. And so when Medicare. you go and do that, when you go and do that, they give you all of the rest of that stuff too. Right. Okay. Right. So when she thinks that she's on her feet enough to, to do without all of those things, maybe she, now she gets a job where she has the health insurance. Mm -hmm. And even though they're pulling so much out of her check for that insurance, she still gets rid of the welfare mm -hmm. and the food stamps and the this and the that because she's got the job. Right. And she takes care of the children. And she may struggle. She probably have trouble making those rent 
payments. She probably mm -hmm. have trouble making sure she got enough every month to mm -hmm. feed the 15 kids. But she can't get a man that would really actually help her and be her partner and not use her because other men used her and she didn't, she ripped, she figured out, okay, they, they fucking used me. They lied. Oh, did I say that word? I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Not I'm sorry. Multiple, multiple times. So you're okay. <laughs> so, so, but, but what I just heard from both of you that she's not worthy of having a man actually look at her and actually go in and, and try to be her partner to help her. Let me be clear. It was about all that. about what she couldn't do for him. That's no. what you both said. No, that let me be clear about that. What I'm saying, first and foremost. But you wouldn't give her a chance. You but, would not but, give her a chance on, off the hold, top because hold, of hold that. Hold on, hold on. I wouldn't give her a chance because she lied about it. Now, if that person was honest and forthcoming about what the situation is, then that's different. Secondly, Sounds like you backpedaling because if hold on, let me talk. 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 Hold on. Let me talk. Sit back. Okay. So, <clears throat> what I'm saying to you, the first thing I already addressed. The second thing, I don't have no problem with a woman going to file child support on a guy. Because firstly, it's his responsibility to do what he needs to do. Now, that is the extreme. If you got a guy in your life and he's in your life and he's doing what he needs to do for his kids, more power to you and keeping white people out of your business. But what if she just wants? What if she's figured out that they bullshit, and she that's just them. don't want to have anything else to do with them at and, all? She don't and, want and five child support. No, she don't want them in the children's life. That's what I'm saying. She just, just want to raise her that's, kids. That's what I'm righteous. saying. That's that's fine. That is totally fine. But my thing is, you don't give a false perception up front, and then expect them to do something different from your false perspective. Well, that can ain't I how that chime works. in on that when you that say false perspective? Works. Because just because she got 15 kids don't exactly mean she hungry. That ain't what I say. Uh, 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 uh. That ain't what I say. Because no, no, no. No, when we, I say a false say, perspective, when I say a false perspective, what I'm talking about is the simple fact that you presented something right, to me, exactly, and then you but, saying this is something different than what no, you present. But, uh, but if a woman has multiple children. Did you all not gather the assumption that if they got six, seven, eight, nine kids and they got all these different baby, all this, all these baby daddies, that was the bottom line. You missing the connection. I said that she said that she okay. told them that we didn't know. She okay. No, no, uh, uh, uh. Just based off, based off the fact that you see Multiple baby daddies. You see, but you more don't than see that. That's what children. I'm trying to tell you. When you meet, you when see, you meet a chick, the, when you come up and meet a chick, the average person can, when they meet somebody ain't going to tell you how many baby daddies they have. Can I finish my point? Can yeah. I finish my point? 
Maybe if you it's see if, well, if you stop interrupting, I will. Well, this my if show. I can interrupt when I want multiple, to. Multiple baby daddies, multiple children. It's automatically assumed all oh, she loose because they just falling out the cooch. They no. ain't somebody I want to drink up like with. That. Everybody no, uh, can like I finish my point? But everybody don't think like the that. I don't think that's a, that's a valid point. It's not a valid point concerning yes, what we're uh, saying. Well, if I can make it, it really would be. But it, it makes no sense because everybody don't have that assumption when they meet somebody with 15 kids. You don't uh, know A lot happens. of people do. Because you, you a lot there's uh, a difference. Let's be, be clear. You understand me. words. Excuse Let's be clear. Me. You understand generally words. Speaking, there is a difference. Generally there is a di speaking, or multiple children or whatever, it is automatically assumed generally no. that that person no. has okay. They got too many kids, they got too many baby dads. That's too much drama, that's too much going on. Generally, that's the conception. Man or woman, that's you not, got too that's many not true. That's it's not true. automatically assumed. That's not but true because then you have to go into start, the mind of people and say that's what they start, believe. And that's not you always get true. You know that person and that story, just like Ice had, uh, had laid it out. Yeah, they got this, but they're doing this, they're doing that. They're not trying to chase no bad. They're not. There and there is women out here that may have had multiple children, but at some point, okay, they woke up. It's like, look, you know what? Some women can have the relationship where, look, I ain't finna put the man in this. Me and you was grown. We did this. I just want you to do this for them. And if you can't, whatever. Some people are strong enough to do that. Some people. They just have that influence. Girl, have these kids with these type of men, get their child support. You do have that on, but the general consensus is when you see that off the bat, you automatically think, man, that's a lot of drama. Look at that tribe going over there. That, Without that's really not, thinking that's, that's, no, what no, was the dynamic. No, no. And because the until I can you say sit that, down and get to know that, that person, then the it's reason, like, well, damn. The reason you know what? I can say that. The reason I, was I can misled. say that because I experienced that in school. When I've I was in school, experienced and, and, it too, and, and, and what I'm saying I'm to you, which, what I'm saying to you, that is not that is not everybody's and perception. Multiple baby dads, that is not everybody's perception. That is definitely not every man's perspective. Because I know people, story. I know men who have took on ten kids. Me too. I know so a lot that, of men. So you that's what I say. That is the general consensus. It is until not. they get to know them. It is not. That's How many men you know you. willing to not. take care of 15 kids? I know a lot. I know a lot because I got guys who do it and half of them ain't even theirs. So when I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you that that well, is I not the general. Is it is general not the it, it is It's not. a lot of people that would See, this, not. This is what you. This is what you got to understand. This is what you got to understand. This is what you got to understand. First of all, first of all, we are in the western. We are in the western hemisphere. They don't have. We are in the western hemisphere. This is what you have to understand. Your I know scope, where we at, but I'm scope, saying there is scope, still people your, listen, that have your that scope, general idea your when scope, they start a family. They don't scope, want nobody to be already happy. 
Your scope There's a lot of limited. people that feel that way. Your scope is limited to where my you are. My scope is limited to my experience. And my experience is with people that have said <laughs> when they want an ideal mate and they come from great families. Listen. And they could be families with blended families. Listen. But their thing is, this is matter. what I feel is ideal. But, but okay, so what, I, what I'm trying say, to tell you is your scope is limited to your scope. You said it. You All said I'm it. Your scope is, is limited to your experience and your location. But you got way. people all over the world in different countries. Right. And I'm saying that there's some people, people that might feel this yeah. way as opposed to everybody feel, hey, let me go on here to help out. I don't mind. Okay, yeah, there's some people like that. And there's some people feel like, you know, my brother. That's, that's too that's much. And then you got some on the middle that's like, look, you know what? You have you There's have a story now, behind you everything. have Indian people that have kids from other different tribes that take on their children. That's what I'm saying. Your scope is limited to your experience and where you are. When you venture and around the world, when, when there you venture are people the world, in that category that so will do it say, and some that don't. Literally, say, a lot of people look at that and say, say no. You cannot say generally wrong? when you don't know the multiple the the the, the You're telling me what people. I don't know, and I just I'm know telling you, you don't know a lot of people and the masses of people, and some people feel it's okay. It just depends on who you are and what your perspective is about an ideal mate. That's, because that's some people like think saying, it's cool and some people like think it ain't. That all women are bad. I can't you say just that. hear me say some people think it's cool and some people don't think it's not. I'm saying you do have a mix of people that feel that's not cool, and you got a I don't mix like of the word general. Feel it is. I, I don't like the word general because general categorizes okay, just so like all it doesn't mean that what but I'm that's saying, saying is all wrong. Pe that's almost just saying because all you don't now, like you what say, I'm saying you doesn't say mean many, what I'm saying. You can is say wrong. many. You can just say, say many, you don't all, like the way can, I'm saying. You 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 can say many. And I would agree with you. Many do. This is a but very when you when you generalize it and say that's basically saying like all, and all of them don't have like that perspective. Buy into that, and they I'm don't have that perspective. So we can't we can't say that because we don't know the masses. So didn't I just say this? Excuse me, me me and Tucker White guy, we tired. <sighs> Y'all tired? Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Because we we're not having a discussion that is helpful to our listeners. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. That I'm is a saying. very heated topic. We're very passionate about it. Ain't, it. It, ain't, it ain't even that. It's just a simple fact. When you when you talk about the building blocks of relationship, you, what you accept from a guy is not what the normal guy is going to accept from anybody else. And that's all I'm simply saying. How you go into seeing about what you want in a relationship is your design. And nobody else holds that type of design. You might like a guy with big feet. You choose who you want to date. You choose who right. you want to date. And I agree with you on that. I, I don't disagree with any one of you on any of those topics, but uh, I want to let Ice get in here and talk about what her perspective is and then I'd like to follow up with that. So 
before I say that, uh, tell them why God, I, uh, Fire brought up the Bible earlier. So when I was um, a young woman, I was determined that I was going to have, I was very active in the church and I was determined that I was going to have a, I was going to be uh, a particular type of woman or a particular type of man that I was prayerful of. And so I studied the Bible back and forth, forth and back, top and bottom about what what type of attributes I needed to have to have because I thought that the foundation of my relationship needed to be um, that we both were Christian people. I didn't say religious. I didn't. I said Christian people. Okay, that if we that if we both came from that that basic belief that the rest of those things that we talked about earlier, those 12 things would fall in line. That was where I, my head was and kind of still is. But when he talked about the Bible earlier, it made me pull up the exact verbiage of what love is according to the Bible. I said, according to the Bible, please don't tell me about any other spirituality, whatever. I said, just according to the Bible. It comes from 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, there will, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. And so I try to I try to follow this in pretty much any close relationship that I have where I feel like I love you. Now, and I say it close because I tend to try to love everybody in a Christian manner, but in those relationships where I feel a close bond with you, whether it be a romantic relationship or a friendship, if I feel like I love you, I try to follow this. So me and Fire got into a conversation the other day. Okay, so I wrote a Dear John letter. Dear John, I got a soft air today. Dear, Dear John. John. 
by the time you read these lines, I'll be, I'll gone. be gone. Never heard of it. Life goes on. Goes on. <laughs> right or wrong. wrong. <laughs> Okay. It was an old show. It was a good show. Okay. So, so, so I, so I, I wrote a dear John letter. It didn't start off dear John. It started off dearest someone else. So this was a person. Did, did you have some explicities in that? I did not. Dear. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not. I did not. Okay. I so and you know I didn't because I read it to you. Yeah, I know. So here's the deal. When I finished reading the letter, Far said, Wow. That was nice. You didn't cut them down. You just told them all the things that would uplift them as you said goodbye. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the best way to do things. You know, um, I am an avid for, for morally rightness. I don't like the English how I put it, but you know what I mean. And <clears throat> when you think about if you are a person who follows Christ, the Bible says this, it says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Matt, me and you talked about that, you know what I'm saying, how we supposed to adhere to what God wants us to do. Christ never talked bad about anybody. He tried to help them and build them up in every situation. And that's why when when Ice told me and read that letter to me, it was one of the best things. Because in relationships, when things get to go awry, the first thing we're going to do by human nature, because that's the way we were designed, is to start to cut somebody down. You know what I'm saying? And we have all... We have all been in relationships when people have tried to belittle us. But the thing of it is, if you see that, and that goes back to our standards, big sisters, if you see that, are you going to continue in that or are you going to move forward and move on? People right. get stuck in places because they like the physical things that people were doing and not concerned about the inner person. And that is the problem. So I wasn't getting all of those 12 things. I wasn't getting any of those 12 things. I wasn't getting them. And this person had declared that I, I didn't ask them to declare this. I was just living life. And this person had declared uh they, they heard me make a comment <laughs> to someone else. And then they didn't like the fact that I was kind of saying, and I was actually joking, but they didn't like the fact that I was saying that I was going to go find me a boyfriend because I was looking cute that day. That was kind of the gist. And they said, well, 
wait a minute, I, I thought that's what we were working toward. <laughs> and I said, oh, we are? And they said, yeah, that's what we're working toward. Are you still going to get your brownstone? I, I don't, I guess not, because I sent a Dear John letter. Oh, yeah, I guess that's all. <laughs> so here, so listen to this and tell me what you think of this, guys. I had a few moments and began to think about you. I've thought about the past year and how much I've cherished and just plain old had fun. I usually send a simple note in the mail, but this will have to suffice. Thank you for being in my life and showing me what I have to look forward to. Thank you for the fun, laughter, and love. Thank you for your forgiveness too. I am grateful, forgiveness because this relationship had the, it, it had the potential to get tumultuous, but there were conversations that led to forgiveness. So that's, that's what that was about. I'm grateful to our, I'm grateful for our time together and the opportunity for us both to have the conversations we needed to have. I'm grateful for you. My favorite thing about our reconnection this year was being in the presence of a man who was secure in his manhood, which allowed me to walk safely in my femininity. I absolutely love not having to exert masculine traits because I was with you and safe. The time spent with you allowed me to breathe Thank you. Being able to forgive and to talk gave me an opportunity to grow, but it also gave me an opportunity to let go and allow my heart to be open to possibilities again. I wish only the best for you and will continue to pray for you. Please know that you will always have a place in my heart as we both move on with our personal lives apart. I've been blessed to know you and I've been made a better person because of you, because of knowing you. Thank you to my dear old friend. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Hey, and, and the reason it's wonderful is here, here's my insight on that. Uh, old woman that I knew I was her grandson, and she said that being good to people when they're bad to you is like putting hot coals on their head. It's actually a Bible verse. And what that means is when you're trying to pull away from people, it is easy for a person to let you go when you're going off on them because they don't want the they don't want the negativity they like oh well she figured it like this and get the roll in their head and snapping their fingers you know what it is you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so but when you do good to a person in spite of what they have done to you wickedly then they don't know what to say they, that's a harder pill to swallow because if you arguing 
it takes what? It takes two to argue, right? Mm-hmm. It takes two to argue. But if you're just saying, okay, no, I'm not going to do that. And however you feel is however you feel. I'm going to just detach from her. We had good time, just like she put in her letter. He's going to think about that for the rest of his life. But why do I have this? Is so, so this is where I want to go with this. <clears throat> and hopefully y'all go with me. Do you want why? to go? <laughs> okay, <laughs> listen. I feel like you killed him with kindness, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, definitely. If I got a letter like that after treating somebody like shit or not respecting them in the way that they are deserve to be respected, that would destroy me. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's and and that's the way we supposed to do things, you know, because like we 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 got this man want man want sister on her talks about it a lot. We talks about we talk about karma and how things come back and get you. Oh, they'll bite you like a fucking snake in the you grass. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a it's a it's a law in physics also. It's called the law of attraction. You know what I'm saying? What you put out into the world is what you're gonna get back. The killing part about that is it's not gonna come back to you the same way you put it out. I dated a lot of girls that were. I'm sorry, Ice. If you have something you want to say, I don't want to cut you off. No, I, I was just suggesting. Go ahead. Beautiful women that have been looked at by many of my friends. I'm like, damn, dude. They're like, you know, you pull some pretty good looking girls. And I was looking in the wrong places. Like, their attractiveness was very beautiful. However, I didn't find the full package. And the girl that I am with right now, she's maybe outside of outside of other people, and, and, and I don't care, outside of other people's perspectives, she may not be as attractive as I see her. I don't care. I don't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks about. It's my relationship. You don't have to be with her. You don't have to sleep with her. You don't have to do shit with her. She's mine. Like it, it, It's my choice. It's our relationship. So I'm going to be with whoever the fuck I want. And I'm not going to give a fuck what you think. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. You know, her soul... I love her to her core and I am physically attracted to her, but I love her to her core. And right here in the center is where your heart is. And that is the biggest part of her. And she deserves the absolute best. So do I care about your opinion? I mean, lay it on the table. I'm going to, I'm going to throw it away. I don't give a fuck. I got, I got a question for the two women on the show today i'm gonna start with my my sister and then red dragon you can you can answer from that point what is the first thing that a woman wants from a man in a relationship ice from your perspective and for which you want your for from what your perspective is so i said it in the letter 
I, I need, I don't, I need to feel safe. That doesn't mean that I want you to go around fighting and carrying on in the bar and whipping people up. And I, that's not what I'm talking about. Mm. I, I need to feel safe okay. that you are my protector, that there is nothing I need to, even though I don't want you going out there jumping in front of a bullet for me, right. I need to feel like that you, you would. that you that you think you might, mm -hmm. you okay. know, that you're gonna put that effort in, even if both of us getting attacked, and I'm knowing me, I'm probably gonna try to protect you, but, but, you know, I just I have that false sense of the way you treat me on a day-to-day -day basis, you're treating me as if you want to protect me and love me in that manner. Right. Okay. okay. And so therefore, like I said in that letter, I, I would say 95% of women can fucking take care of themselves. Oops. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, auntie. I know you're watching. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would say 95% of us can take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like we know we can take care of ourselves and whatever we can't do, you know, if a rapist going to get us, he going to get us whatever. But we, but we can try to protect ourselves. We can try to, we're not mm -hmm. man pamas. We can pick up the box. We can, we can do we can what do we got to do. Okay. Right. But to, for me, for me, I don't like having to have exert that type of masculine energy all the time. I love being a woman. Okay, I didn't like having a period. But <laughs> but the rest of that I love. My favorite thing to do is go up in the spa and have people rub on me and pamper me and just, oh, I love to go shopping. I love to talk about girly things. <laughs> we ain't shopping right. together. We already talked about that shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, want, I want to submit to a man. I want him to lead me. Okay. I don't I don't mean slap me around, right. tell me what you better do. I mean, as the Bible says, we're talking about the, the household, we're talking about our life. You're considering what I say. We're walking as a team together. But the moment we step out the house, I'm not trying to make sure everybody else know that you gonna he gonna do what I say. Mm -hmm. Nope. Mm -hmm. When we step outside the house. Whatever he say, whether I like it or not, he done said it. When we get back in the house, uh, baby, uh, dear, why you say that, miss? Mm -hmm. I'm still strong. I right. still say what I got to say to this man. Right. But I don't have to emasculate a man. Right, right. So your 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 point your point, Red Dragon. What is what is the the center point that you think that you would want? first that you look for in a man um i i would agree protection but stability uh taking a stock of what i've experienced and what i've seen in people close to me stability and protection 
just go hand in hand. And for me, that's that's a deal breaker. Like I need to feel like I that you looking out for me because I can do that for you. It's got to be equal exchange of energy on that. Stability, I'm going to put it to you like this. I guess it goes back to what, you know, we've seen it in, in our environments growing up. It, despite being in a dysfunctional environment, it was stable. I can literally set a clock to how things went. And going out into the world, I'm very all over the place. So for me, stability is important. Even though I may not have a lot of it, I do practice the majority of it in spots that are most important to me. And so when I'm looking or when I'm with someone, that energy is, is just, that's, that, that stands out. I need to feel protected and I need to feel that uh, we're, we're stable, that, you know, that I don't have to be constantly on eggshells and I'm already anxious, so I don't need my anxiety being on 600 when I'm with you. I need you to be my calm because I'm already ready enough for the both of us. Okay, so I, it, go ahead, talking white guy. I was going to say, I have a... Uh a male's perspective on that for a, a healthy relationship. I don't need anybody to protect me. I don't need to be with anyone who I choose to be with. I want to be with them. And we both bring things to the table, you know, and I've heard this term. It's a relationship is 50, 50. That's bullshit. It should be 100, 100 equal you go in full throttle you are not taking your foot off the gas you know if my girlfriend has a shit ass day at work and she's stressed baby girl i got dinner on the table like you know we have children together and she's breastfeeding like let's just say and the baby's crying i'll bring our child to you so you don't have to get up like that's how a relationship should work I thought you were going to say you were going to rip out your titty. I was like, oh. Ronnie, God oh. damn it. Oh. I, I cannot <laughs> deal with you at fucking 7.40 in the morning on a Saturday. I, I, was, like, I was like, so, okay, so uh, the red dragon. That not, like, the, that, that's correct. And, you know, she makes her own money. She's independent. She's actually pretty fucking strong, and she's done... Uh, when she graduated martial arts class, she had to take down her own father. And that was her graduation. You know, but I will be her suit of armor. Mm. I will be the first line of defense. Right. As, as well as you supposed she to be. And me, it is, it's, she it's, it's, me feel safe and comfortable and calm, which is the most important thing for a guy. And she's not using me for the money I make. She's not using me for anything. And this woman is absolutely unbelievable and you know i just i never made a move which is weird on my part but there's a whole different story behind that i know i know ice and fire know but yeah we, we just, get uh, go ahead fire i'm sorry you know you're good we um so 
this woman that I used to know who was in my life for forever, you know, uh, Red Dragon, you know, very smart, intelligent, full of wisdom lady. And the women in my life have always told me the same thing. They said two things. The first thing a woman, any woman naturally wants is security. Because everything is hinged. This is hard for me. Everything is hinged on security. If a woman does not feel protected and feel safe, she can never truly love you. Because if you can't get her to the point where she's safe and secure, she would never give her all to you because she's trying to find it in something else. Or she's, or she's protecting herself from you. Both. And that's the thing. That's why I asked the question. That's why I posed the question. Because, like I said, 95% of people, she was dealing with that percentage with herself, but 95% of women wants to feel secure before they will let go of anything. Here's a prime example. When you start a relationship with a person and you're learning that person the dynamics are so different. <laughs> because you put because your best self forward. Forward, right. So the dynamics are so, so different and you're trying to learn each other. But there are certain things that a woman won't let a man do until she knows that he has her back. It's the same thing on the other side of the table. Even though the man is naturally the protector, there are certain things that that man won't talk about to his his woman because he don't know if she's going to railroad him and try to turn him down with something. So everybody has this, this box that they're in and trying to learn each other on the curve. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like once we get to a point of what truly relationship is and how we are to articulate our relationship with each other, then we truly start to lay a foundation to actually be with each other for a lifetime. And this is my thing. Some people don't understand where they are. Here's the biggest thing. And my sister would agree with me. The biggest thing is this. A lot of people, a lot of people put people in their life that's only supposed to be there for a little while. The people who are supposed to be there in their life for a little while turn out to be long-term people. And that's the difference you got to know. You got to know who's in your life for a lifetime and for a season. I think that speaks to people in like where they are as individuals because it goes back to perspective. How were, what was your uh, perspective on a relationship? Was it a healthy one? Was it a dysfunctional one? And then taking that into consideration, you're going to run in that 
uh, direction until your third eye is open and you start to feel like, okay, what is this for me? What does it mean for me instead of what I have grown up seeing or what somebody tried to condition me to believe that that is what a relationship should be like for me. So that's why I'm like, uh, I, it, I'm at a point now, I'm not trying to let anybody hook me up, had that experience where I, and in doing so, you gain people's perspective of you through the people they try to hook you up with. I didn't realize that until later on. And I'm still trying to divorce this nigga. So it's, it's uh, you know, no, I'm never going to do that. And two, I, I'm not going to be so envious of what I see next door because I'm not behind that door. door right. that's, that's, I just see that. That's what I, that's how they present. Mm -hmm. But because I have been in situations where people were not, what they seen it allowed me to see okay er everything that glimmers ain't gold so i don't need to envy what you got mm -hmm. i had an auntie i was engaged to a guy i said and the guy said i want what you and your husband have i want that for because at the time me and him were engaged mm -hmm. and my aunt said no nah, baby don't want what I have, want something better. better. I didn't mm -hmm. understand that at the time because mm -hmm. I was like, no, this is what we supposed no. You have to want what is best for you mm -hmm. because you don't know what that person had to put up with, hoops they jumped through or whatever to get to the point of what they at. Oh, yeah, exactly. up here trying to put into the universe or manifest that which you see. And a lot of times, like you said, those temporary empowering moments that are only meant for a season because of what you're going through at that time, well, you might be at a point where you're emotionally and unintelligent and you need that. You're a leech. You don't know how to let go and, and take it for what it is and move on. So that person is drawn out beyond their season and the things that were meant to enhance you now, it's like you sucking the energy out of that person because now they didn't overstate they welcome. Mm -hmm. And because of your dysfunction, because you can't have that balance in yourself to appreciate, like uh, I so graciously put it, I appreciate the season for mm -hmm. which you were meant for me. But now it's time for me to move on. A lot of us don't have that healthy perspective. So we like, I need this. I need this. This is what I need to keep going. And you don't realize, well, no, it was only meant for you a little bit. Now you need to move on and, and, and figure something else out. And that would be true. This is the thing. Uh, my, my, my sister know I say this on a lot of stuff that we deal with. In the penitentiary, the hardest thing is not being in jail. The worst thing is being in jail and then being put in solitary confinement. Because when you're in solitary confinement, there's nothing else around you but you. So you have to face you. And the problem with people is they don't want to face them. Man in the mirror. <laughs> Michael Jackson said, start with the man in the mirror. <laughs> if, you don't, oh. if, you don't, if you don't 
take into consideration and evaluate who you are, how can you have a standard? You're going to take on everybody else's standards and morals because you don't know what you want. And the problem with relationships is people are pretentious and they see what looks good to them. Me and my sister had a conversation a while ago. She's going to laugh about this. I said, when men look at women, they're looking at the physical perspective, the outside. The shell. When she says she looks at these people, she looks at the intelligence, but I'm like, you can't see intelligence. <laughs> you can't see intelligence until, until, until you go up and start seeing what they have to say and what's in their mind. And she said, I just talk to people and meet them. And then she came around later and said, yeah, I see what you mean. She eventually, she eventually said, she, but, but, but she didn't know that she knew how she is, how she is. She knows that. But then when I presented that to her, she's like, yeah, I, I can see that because. Yeah, because I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't just see you and say, oh, he fine. Like, right. I, like, that's not because he was like, what about. No, you do. He was like, what? <laughs> we know you he do. He was like, well, what about Idris Elba? I was like, no, first time I saw Idris Elba, he was on an interview and he was speaking with his natural um, accent, English accent. And so I looked up because I was like, oh, who is this? And then I, I was like, oh, you got an English accent. Oh, okay. And he was talking about whatever movie he was talking about. And then I, when I actually saw the movie and then saw some other stuff he was in, then I was like, damn, he kind of fine. Oh, ooh, and he got that accent. That—that's why I went there first. But he was talking, and I was interested in what he was talking about. But but I want to say this. So this particular dear John person, whenever throughout this past year, whenever we were around other people it's interesting i mean just random people too like not like just my friends or something like that but just some random people would see the way we engage with each other and automatically assume we were married that we have been married for multiple years but you know what like but wait a minute hold on give me a but here's Here's the thing. Where well, I knew we belonged together, we belonged together. Okay, I'm sorry. And you know that is right. <laughs> but if he didn't know it, well, then we don't belong together. together. Right. 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 So it, it was becoming a thing where he was he was working on the assumption that we don't belong together, but you know, I don't want her to be with nobody else either because she cool. But he has started bringing in. Okay, so we took a trip together. Y'all took a trip? 
we took a trip together somewhere. And so want to take a trip. He was, he was, there was a moment during that trip because the trip actually went very well. Yet another sign we was good together, right? Because we could take this long trip together. Okay. We took a trip together. Only one incident happened based on some other stuff. But when they finally decided to talk about it, they said, well, some other women that I traveled with did this to me when this happened. So they were constantly assessing me based on these other women and what they knew about other women and how other women had treated them throughout whatever whatever and and every time i would come every time i would come back with something that wasn't like other women it was as if they couldn't believe that or there was some type of shock that i wanted to be an adult and i actually said that i actually said Listen, now we're gonna have an adult relationship. We're not gonna do all of that. Like, like you said, putting old wine into a new wine skin, it don't work because that that happens a lot when people bring old baggage into new things. You cannot, I mean absolutely cannot start something new and match it up against something that happened years ago. Because but it's going to cause friction. It's going to do it. Everybody has a past. Right. You no, know, And I am not proud of mine. We've talked about it on, on many other episodes. Not proud of my past. But acceptance is the key. If You do not want to be in a relationship where somebody is going to just throw shit in your face. Be like, oh, you, you did this. You did that. You want to be with somebody who is going to accept you for what you're doing today. Right. You know, and I think that's extremely important. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was constantly saying that, like, if I think about it right now, I was constantly saying, cause I could say something and say, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to apologize again. And I'm like, what you talking about? I'm just saying this. And it wouldn't even be. Mm-hmm. something about them it would be something about something else but they felt like it was something coded in what i was saying underneath mm-hmm. that i was saying uh, putting a dig in on and i'm like no because they it, they weren't comfortable with themselves they weren't they didn't know who they are so uh i told my uh my sister ice about a book i read i don't know if she picked it up yet but y'all might be familiar with it it's called the five languages of love and how everybody has a love language and you need to learn the person's love language. You know, it talks about like some people are affectionate, you know, they like touch, you know what I'm saying? Some people are wordsmen. They like to hear the words. They like words to be spoken over them. You know, some people are just whatever your love language is. Then once you find out what your love language is, you find out what the other person's love language is. And you deal with that 
and communicating with them. But when you don't know, and that person has not come to the realization of how and who they are, it makes it difficult to build a relationship. And and token white guy is right. Everybody got skeletons. You know what I'm saying? But every day ain't Halloween. <laughs> you don't pull them out. <laughs> I, I used to feel that uh, was normally attributed to women. But recently I've experienced this with men and it, it shocked me how men could size you up according to whatever traumatic issue they've had and ain't got nothing to do with you. And I'm at a point now in my age where I'm 21 and I feel that now- See, that's, that that's what they was talking about, a woman lying. The Lord, <laughs> the Lord is not pleased with you. <laughs> He, he is not. See, by me, me being 21 and seasoned, I, I'm 21 a couple of times. I, I know that. I've been able to recognize that I don't need validation. That, I'm not bullshit. desperate. Everybody is not as desirable as they think. And so, as a man think it, so still he's be, even though he broken, he you might be Bible, I give to women. And um, my recent experience with this man, where they pretty much had was traumatized, but I come along, I'm talking yada yada yada, and they have this experience where they're trying to figure, oh, you just want me because no, nigga, don't don't flatter yourself. This ain't that. I'm hearing what you're saying, and I'm responding based off what I think about what you're saying. That's it. Here's the question. It doesn't have anything to do with what I want from you. I'm in class again. Here's the question. <laughs> Raise my hand so the teacher can look at me. <laughs> so, to everybody on the panel, mm -hmm. would you date you? Yes, honey. I date myself every Me day. Me too. I would date no. myself. I am a wonderful date. Yes, honey. Just go back and listen to date night. I, I that, prove mine. We, we, we I would date that. me on the listen, weekends and listen, camping trips. Listen, and, and this I'm is what fucking I'm touching I'm, myself with my own hands. See, see, and this is what I'm saying. <laughs> if you think about it. Mm -hmm. And take the time to evaluate who you are. Would you date you? Yes. But see, if you were narcissist, your your answer would be yes, and everybody else would but, too. Yeah, see, but I'm saying, I I mean, said, but so I'm as a saying, man thinking, so shall he be. He, right, he, I get that. Broken. I get that. But what I'm saying is, in an honest opinion, because everybody's are not are not narcissists, but in okay. an honest opinion, would you take the time out to date you? to know what you like and be with you before you committed to a relationship. Because like we said, if you learn you, mm -hmm. most people don't know them. I have and, a and, 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 and in life, in life, you don't know all the things about you and you won't know all the right. things about you. So would you date you? Go ahead, talking white guy. All right. My past, fuck no. 
not a chance. I would not date myself. I would not want any part of who I was. Today, absolutely, I would because I've come a long, long way. You guys have seen it. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about it in depth, not just on the show, but in person. And, you know, my that's one of the things that I was talking to my girlfriend about. And she's like, I am so intimidated by you. And I'm like, why? And she's like, well, I've never had a man. She's been through serious trauma. And uh, she's like, I don't think I could ever overpower you. And I'm like, that's an interesting perspective. Because I'd never need to if you acting right. Anyway. And then uh, she's also like, she's been with six guys. I've been with 256 women. Dang. She's like, I don't feel like I'm ever going to be good enough. Granddad, that's a hoe. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But, you know. But here's another thing about relationships is like, you know, girls are sluts and whores and men are just fucking pimps and awesome. ballers mm-hmm. and players. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. It's a whole different perspective. It just, yeah. I mean, so, it's the truth. I mean, if I was a woman, you all be looking at me like, you fucking hooker. <laughs> that's what and, I was saying. Generally and you, speaking, and you'll be an ugly be, woman. Uh, right, but see, <laughs> up until... Up until we either had a few drinks or got to know you, then be like, man, she ain't that bad. She could be. You know, I, I never had that problem. <laughs> I, I never, never, never when I, I I am solid. I am solid even when before, you know, things happen in the club. <laughs> I would tell you about yourself to your face and then if I did have anything extra, I would tell you about you to your face the more. Because <laughs> I started to see different things about you that I don't like. So, if, so asking me about whether or not I would date myself, yes. So I date myself every day. Mm. I, I think about my, I think about myself and how I could be a better me every day in my relationships with people my conversations with people I assess those conversations after the fact to make sure that I was the person I should have been in that conversation I don't have a problem getting dressed up put my makeup on get dressed up looking cute and go to the swankiest restaurant, five-star restaurant, and sit in that bitch by myself with my napkin and have the greatest time ever. And then turn around to the people sitting next to me and be just sitting up there talking and hold conversation, and then come back and, and then come home and, and learn how to and, and figure out how to fix whatever that was I ate in that restaurant too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a problem sitting up and watching going to the actual movie theater mm-hmm. alone because I can get the popcorn exactly like I like it with my with my with my hot sauce and my jalapeno peppers and my uh popcorn salt and my mm-hmm. butter. And I don't have anybody talking about what choices I put in, what kind of things I put in my popcorn. 
Who the fuck puts jalapenos in popcorn? I do. I will. I didn't say worse. I mean, you know, I am Everybody has a preference. So yours, I don't want any part of that shit. I bring my own oil. Oh Lord. I bless my own popcorn. It is not the all of heaven. But had I but if I never went to the but if I never went to the movie theater alone. I would never have known this. And, and actually, yeah. with this particular person that I wrote this Dear John letter to, mm-hmm. they actually said that to me at one point during this year. They actually said, you always know what you want. Because you date you. Guys you. don't have and, to search out. <laughs> and, 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 and that's what I'm saying, because you date you. When you learn you, then it makes a better person for the relationship because you can give a list of what you, yeah, but they got to stay awake when I'm asking. When they ask me for the list, yeah, and they, then they go to they sleep. That yeah. don't. They, they, like, listen, listen, because one of the things <laughs> that I used to, you so, you so, yeah, what you want? <laughs> oh, you still going? <laughs> <laughs> I check back in one more minute. Amen to our grannies for giving us. I mean, I mean, listen, I think about it like this. You know, when you know what you want, it makes it easier for the next person because you you can identify and tell them in direct detail what you need. Like when my I had I have a rule book. I don't have it. I don't have it no more. But I used to have a rule book growing up. I call it the three C's. You got to have cash, car, crib. Now, all those <laughs> have subsidiaries hanging on them. If you don't have a car, that means I got to come pick you up. If you don't have a crib, that means you got to stay with me. If you ain't got no money, that means I'm going to pay for everything. No. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now I had, I had used to have, that was, that was my first thing. Then I created my Ten Commandments. Ooh. My Ten Commandments, the first thing is you got to have a working relationship with God. Now, I ain't saying you got to go to church every day and, and be a holy roller. I ain't saying that. Mm-hmm. But you got to know who he is for you. Secondly, your credit need to be good because two broke people can't do nothing. Mm. <laughs> then this list goes down through the other eight. But those are my standards. Those are the things that I required. As I got older, I had to bend some because it was like everybody is not where you need them to be. But if you see potential in a person, potential, mm-hmm. not lust, <laughs> potential. <laughs> <laughs> see potential in a person this goes back to the 15 kids and the baby mama if you see the potential in a person and you see that she is accepting the help that you are offering and you see that you may have connections because you didn't talk and you didn't start to walk this thing with this person now I help you get where you need to be that's the dynamic of a man because I'm going to give you all that I got and then some to help you 
get where you want to be in life. You know tell me, why does it have to be so hard, though? Why does the relationship between Mars and Venus have to be so hard? Why does it have to be hard? I Easy. think it's communication. Easy. Yeah. Easy, because in the stars, in the stars, Mars and Venus is nowhere close to each other. What were you That's saying, Tucker White Guy? I said to get it in. That's why it has to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> This dude is idiot. He's an Can't idiot. get nowhere if you ain't. <laughs> I was trying to do yeah. the Charlie Brown face. I was trying to do the Charlie Brown face, but anyway. I can I can I'm telling you, if you're dealing with a wet <laughs> if you're dealing with a wet noodle at the time, I'm pretty sure she's gonna get up. <laughs> Never had that problem. <laughs> uh, sir. But taking a philosophical point of view, Mm-mm. if you are not hard about about anything in life, how the fuck you gonna get anywhere? How you you gonna get past the stuff that is intentionally set in front of you that is made to test your strength? If you you ain't hard about yourself, then everybody else is just gonna take advantage of you. So if you don't show up, if you ain't up, if you ain't on point for you, then yeah, you gonna be that limp noodle. Ice no, ice no. I know what I say, big sister, all the time. Either you roll with me or get rolled over. And in anything, it clears out. It clears out all doubt. So either you on the team with me or I'm going to leave you in the process anyway. I'm dealing with something right now, y'all, that I just don't have the energy to go back and forth that I just want to just write it off and move forward like I did in very much the same manner I did with my children. Like, I'm just going to move forward. I ain't got time for the rigmarole. Like, to me, I would, I, I just, I want my life to be relatively happy. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Because everything ain't smelling like roses. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's some poop in the air. Mm. I got it. But for me, I just don't see why certain things have to be hard and stressful and tense. It just, everything just doesn't have to be that way. And I'm not going to allow you to bring me into that, that headspace with you. So I'll either walk away Mm -hmm. or now that don't mean I'm not going to tell you what I think. Oh, because we know we gonna you gonna tell us what you think. Thank okay, that <laughs> was on our mind. But, but I I can't. I just I can't function. I personally can't function if I am in a state of chaos and stress all the time, anxiety all the time. And if you want to live in that spot constantly then I can't, I just can't be around you. I got to go. Okay. So I got, I got something. Okay. And I'm going to say it like this. All men are not mature. You mm-hmm. have grown boys mm-hmm. in, in life especially now with millennials. I mean, flat out, they don't know 
too much of nothing. Okay, this man nothing. wasn't a millennial. I, I'm, this I'm, man I, is no, not no, a millennial. No, no, no I'm, oh, not okay. saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he was. I'm just saying to the speaking to the content of general under us. Yeah. Okay, so you think about it. A man, a man, if he doesn't know something, he would try to figure it out so he can know it. But, but you he have, has to want to figure it out. That's and that's what I'm saying to you. That's what I'm saying to you. So if he has the ability to go say, I I'm going to figure this out to see what's going to work in this dynamic, that's a part of being a man. Now, on the flip side of that is can you teach things and can you do things that you don't know? No, you can't. So you think about the people, and I'm not talking about this guy, I'm just talking about men in general. Some of the things that they lack because parents stop teaching. You know what I'm saying? I remember the days where, you know, you'll be in the kitchen with your mama learning how to cook. That's men and women. You know what I'm saying? Everybody needed to know how to do laundry. <laughs> That's men and women. They learn in the old household, they grew up learning those things. I learned how to write a check for my grandmother when I was seven. <laughs> you know, so if you don't have those things, then it frustrates the person who has those things and know those things. But the man deals with what is called pride a lot. He oh. wants to put on the persona that he knows and he doesn't have a clue and he will never okay. he would never accept saying he would never accept saying okay can you teach me that and that be the hold up on a lot of things that's why you got these grown boys portraying as men but they don't have a clue Oh, I have an experience with one where he was just as long-winded as I am. And oh, that's forever. And I didn't even realize it until he just started recently stalking. But bottom line, I helped this dude out, like put money in his hand, everything, because we had a decent or so I thought friendship. And the perspective I had was totally different from where he was viewing me. Nothing, none of this came up, up until the subject of money. And when it came down to it, this person was already going through some really bad issues with the opposite sex that had nothing to do with me. I am older than this person by about 12 years. And what got me was, the way they wanted to get angry and upset and project their feelings. And I was not accepting that. And at the end of the day, it came down to, if it ain't A and if it ain't B, I can't see how this is making sense for either one of us. And I'm not gonna buy into this. Just being normal. And what I'm seeing that grown boy come out all of that immaturity and projecting because you're unstable to begin with. And so things 
started coming up, you know, drunk ships, uh, the loose lips or whatever, homeboy drink a lot. So I'm starting to see a lot of things come out because they're admitting it. It's like, you never know that this pride, that this dysfunction, that this immaturity resides until you get to a grown-up issue such as money or such as business manager or whatever that adult people take responsibility for. And you start to see how that person really is and how they think or value you or lack of when grown-up situations come about and that person reacts to the point where the immaturity is so great, you have no choice but to walk away. Because it's going to take you down to the point where you either own a level or you are going to reverse all the growth that you have done to get to the point where you just, all that is out the window. You know what, I, I, learned, I learned Red Dragon that uh, from, from, from older people, because you know, that's what I hang around with. You know, that's what I can't right. go over with. That's why I'm so ahead. <laughs> so yes. I, I, I learned this. They say, you don't know a person until you stay with them. No, but I'm just saying, you don't really know a person until you until stay you with did. them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Now, this will go against all church ethics. <laughs> <laughs> From where I grew up, you like, you better not live with nobody. You're going to be shacking. I'm going to tell y'all in the 21st century, you better go stay with them. <laughs> so it's been my experience that again we are the sum total of our experiences right mm-hmm. and so you have people who have lived a life of toxicity mm. and so that's all they know so if you say something you're in this relationship and you say something that offends them somehow or or requires them to look at themselves in a different way because they're okay telling you about you Mm -hmm. but we don't like to hear about ourselves Mm -hmm. right and so if you say something that remotely makes them have to think about why they're doing what they're doing to you in that moment, then there's there's some people who, because of the toxicity that they've, they've learned, now they're in fight or flight, mm-hmm. right? I'm in fight, I, my back is up against the wall because mm-hmm. you pushed me up against the wall. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in fight or flight mode and I'm going to hit you below the belt with something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take something that's yours and not give it back. I'm going to take your toys and not give it back. I'm going to say something to you that offends you. And I'm saying it to you so that I can't offend you because you've hurt me somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So that's not an adult response. No, not at all. Not a, not a, it's okay. It can be an adult response, but it's not a adult response of a person who is healthy. Right. 
Mm, right. Yeah. And that's a, that's a response of a person who is broken. Broken and yeah. wounded. Wounded, absolutely. Yeah. So I remember years ago, I was talking to a young lady and she had just moved into her apartment. And uh, she asked me one thing. It was middle of winter, snow on the ground. I told Isis a while ago. But she asked me, can you stay with me in my apartment the first night? I was like, nah, I got stuff, I got stuff to do. I got to <laughs> get to what I got to get done. So she had the audacity. And I'm like, I mean, we was dating for a long period of time, at least almost four years, three or four years. And she had the audacity to take my keys so I couldn't get in my car and go to where I was supposed to go. And I was like, okay, well, you know, God, you're going to take my keys. That's, I'm me. I know me. So I was uh, in Missouri at the time and snow on the ground about probably at least a good three to four feet of snow. <laughs> and I could put on my coat and I walked from Gravois and Grand to Blair and Grand. Oh! <laughs> yeah, apparently that's a long way, y'all. We don't know. Oh, baby, that, that's... that's <clears throat> mm. He so, walked two different cities. <laughs> so... Uh, the funny thing about it, I left out, I never forget it. I left out about 1045 and I was so hot and mad. I made it there about 1145. Oh, that's some power walking for your behind. I I was so upset that you would just have the audacity to try to contain me when I said no, that I didn't want to do something that you thought it was right to take my keys and think that you were going to ground me from being who I am. And when I came back with the next set of keys, one of my cousins actually took me back over there the next morning, got my keys and got my car and just left out. She had a problem with me from then on. But you caused that. You caused that. But you want me to feel bad for what you caused. That was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. That's that's, that's crazy. I mean, like, who does that? I'm not finna argue with you. There's a difference between debating with you and arguing. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm not gonna argue with nobody. I'm gonna say what I gotta say and either you can take it to heart or you can move on or we can both move on. But I'm not finna sit there and argue with you and waste my air you know, and my good energy on what you're doing. And that's what we need to come to a consensus and find out what works for a relationship to be productive, not counterproductive. Right. You know, and you got a lot of people out here that say that they're in relationships. And these these women out here and these men out here now, they ain't built on nothing. You know, mm-hmm. my grandmother was married for 60 years I mean longevity you know it's just I in, in the family that I am I'm in I I have been a witness to longevity and it ain't always been smooth no 
It ain't always been smooth. I, 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 I done heard some stuff in the back room. I didn't kept it pushing because it wasn't my business. Y'all got to figure it out. But it's the same thing with us now. You know, just relationships here. You know what I'm saying? That we have with each other. You know, we got to take the time to learn that person and build that person. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, we joke and we clown. But at the end of the day, I do anything for anybody that's on this on this on this show on this panel, you know what I'm saying? And most of them know that, you know. So I mean, last words, um, talking white guy. Last words. Go ahead. Um, it's always a pleasure being on here. I know it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, I was excited for this. Um, you know, talking about long term marriage and relationships. I look at both my sides of my family and my dad my mom you know it's it's amazing to see somebody married to each other for 70 years and on my mom's side it's it was 63 years before both of my grandpas passed away you know and it's not always easy it's just it, it's a lot of work but they managed to do it so if you want a successful relationship put in the work Hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, Red Dragon, last word. I think that a lot of us need to do some shadow work. Like a lot of people need to look within before they go out to to put a label or a want on uh, a type of relationship or situationship or friendship or partnership. I think going within, no matter what age or stage you are in life, it should be a priority before wanting to connect yourself to somebody else's life, balance uh, yourself, because getting out here and attaching yourself to somebody else's energy can be detrimental or it can be an enhancement. The choice is yours. So... The gentleman today on the panel talked about women telling lies. So as we go out, I'm going to say this. Men, you don't have to lie either to, to most women. There, there are some women who, who need you to lie to them. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm just going to tell you the truth. But there are women like me who don't need you to lie. We need you to tell us honestly, truthfully, what it is that you are wanting and needing or looking for or whatever, because then we will hold ourselves uh, to a particular standard and we will decide with all of the information if we want to be with you and do whatever that is you're trying to do. For example, if a woman asks you point blank, are you looking for, are you willing to be in a committed relationship? Are you looking for a fuck buddy? And if you're only looking for a fuck buddy and she has asked you that point blank, you probably need to say, I just want a fuck buddy. Because mm -hmm. here's the deal. If she agrees to be your fuck buddy based on how she handles herself with fuck buddies, 
It probably involves the same money you were going to spend to take her out on a date and all of that. You just need to put all of that money you were going to spend to take her to the dinner and all of that, put it in a cash app. Or a Zelle or a Venmo. <laughs> okay. And then she can be your fuck buddy. But now this doesn't require her to be there when you want her or when you want to talk to her. It only requires her to show up like a prostitute because this is what you really want. So just like I say to women that they should know what they want because a man cannot read your mind. He can't. Unless he happens to be clairvoyant and most of men, most people are not clairvoyant. A man cannot read your mind. You should know what you want, whether it's a committed relationship and what that means, whether it's you want to be a thot, a hoe, and a prostitute. Go back and look at thought theory. We talked about this. Okay. You want to be a fuck buddy and you want them to put cash app and just put whatever bling bling and you blame blam in your cash app, whatever. Okay. No, hey, no judgment here. Just these are the types of things that can happen. Choose, choose, know what you want, state, state what you want. But men, if a woman doesn't want to be your fuck buddy, don't say, okay, I'm going to be in a committed relationship with you and pretend that you're going to do that when you really don't work. want to be there. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't I, need to be hard. Yeah, just, just say what say what you're looking for, and just keep it moving. Because I can tell you, it's plenty of people out there that will do what you want for less. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna spend, if you're gonna spend, I'm gonna look at, I'm gonna look at the receipt, and you're gonna spend eighty dollars to dinner, and then you're gonna spend for the hotel room. You spent a good hundred dollars right there. Put that in my cash app. <laughs> I mean, and I come and earn it every dollar. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, for real. This is it's just real talk. I mean, don't waste my men time. Do, men are so much worse at it though. Don't men waste my time. Mm -hmm. I I you have to know the woman, though. I, it is true. You have to know if it's a woman like me who's going to say, hey, baby, listen, don't waste my time. Let me decide mm -hmm. if I want to be your <clears throat> buddy. And if I say I do, then put the money in my cash app. But that don't mean I'm going to call you, talk to you. I ain't going to do all of that because you're getting in the way of this man over here that I could actually be in a relationship with. He can't find me if you're over here jacking with me. Right. Because you're taking my attention right. away from looking at these other people over here who want to do right by me. Right. Listen, I, I highly agree. I think, see, this, this is a situation in the country. People are so hypersensitive on what needs to be said. Just say what it is. You know, like old people used to say, I'm going to call a spade a spade. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And how you present that information to people, you either going to accept it or you're not. 
it ain't gonna hurt you to say no. It ain't. It might hurt you to say yeah, depending on who the person is. But you know, it just depends on the dynamic of that person. Like we have, me and my my sister hate this word transparency. We hate that word because it, it the United States is not transparent about nothing, but they use it all the time. We got to be transparent. No. <laughs> but this is the thing. Just say what needs to be said and get to the point of the matter and keep it moving. You know, I know, man. Mean, if you just want to be a hoe, come on and be my hoe because I, I got money to throw your way. You ain't got to pretend like you really trying, like you about something when you just broke. Well, I, I ain't got no money, money to throw at no man. I'm sorry. I, I was hey. just gonna say, you got some money to throw at a man. You, 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 Guys, one hundred fucking grand to one woman, and I've been with two hundred and fifty-six girls. Do the math, figure that out. Now listen, I want the men. We gotta go, but listen, men. I want y'all. I want y'all to tell me if this is wrong. Pretty much down to my father, like pretty much men throughout my life have always said to me, "You don't have money to spend on a man." And I watched this when I watched this as my son grew up, right? Because when he was interested in whatever he was interested in, whether it was he needed to go buy his Game Boys, whether he when he started, you know, liking the girls and he wanted to go take on a date, whatever he was interested in, that's where his finances went. Regardless, men went woman, whatever, his finances went in what he was interested in. So my father would say things like that. Not that if I'm in a relationship that I wouldn't spend money on this man I'm in a relationship with. Not that, not that. But that you don't, a man puts his time and his finances exactly where he wants them to be. It's an investment. I mean, it's it's an it's an investment. And even though it can be the wrong investment with the wrong person, is an investment, right? So, and, so and, I don't. And, and the thing about men, because they work with money so well and different things, men want to return. I was just gonna say that. What's your return on your investment? <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll talk about relationships. I'll I'll end on this because I'm actually getting ready to go meet baby sister, my brother in law, my parents for. Uh, and take granny out we're going to brunch mm -hmm. but there was one day my grandpa from this basement he went upstairs and he poked his head over the stairs and he asked my grandma he goes how much money do we have in the bank and she's like x amount of dollars and he's like okay and he just trusted her she didn't have to work i mean she did work don't get me wrong i don't want to make that sexist she took care of the kids, the laundry, the dishes, like all that stuff. And he went out and made the money. But he trusted her like 100%. Like this, this is exactly how, what we have in the bank. And I still watch her like take care of the bills and everything. It's, it's amazing. And I'm like, God bless. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. mm -hmm. you know I mean, I, I, I think you're right. I think you just got to know who you're with. And you got to trust their ability 
and don't this is this this is what we say all the time stay out my lane let me do what i'm designed to do hey i'm gonna keep my side of the street clean right and you do what you designed to do and we meet in the middle man you know what i'm saying it's just it's just as easy as that you know Mm -hmm. people complicate things so we finna shake out so you got anything else ice you want to say I think but we said enough. We probably had part two on this one because we right. were... <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, we, we do. For this was really good because I think the balance and, and the lack thereof, we should shed light on. I mean, I learned a lot. Yeah. I mean, so let's get out of here. So <clears throat> we want to thank everybody on our panel, token white guy, red dragon, the poet, ice, and myself for you know doing another show of insane rhetoric we hope that if something has been said to enlighten your relationships on every level not just physical and platonic or mental whatever the case may be we want to just let you know that insane rhetoric is here to better our community to better each other to help each other because the world is what upside down and we're trying to make it what right side up you know what i'm saying we're trying to do what we can and do our own part in our own corner you can touch bases with us we are on every platform that you can spell you know facebook youtube twitter you know we're on every freaking thing google podcast amazon music iHeartRadio, radio and we are actually heard on all five continents I mean, seven. No, four. Yeah. He said five, four. Oh, my God. I know they it's seven. public schools. I know, I know, I know it's seven continents, so I'm just being funny. That's the inside joke with me. And I, <laughs> so, like, so, so I know he's like, we're going to catch we, that. We, we're going to hurt we are, we're heard on all seven continents i mean in different countries no doubt about it listen mm-hmm. we just want to let you know that hey insane rhetoric is out here and we doing our thing hey you can leave questions comments on our um uh real talk page on our website but here we go if you say you're gonna blow anything up yeah. If you say you're going to assassinate anybody, yeah. if you say you're doing some wrongful things on our page. I'm a tattletale. I'm going to tell it. I'm going to watch you go to jail while she tells on you. Because I'm not a snitch. I'm going to watch you and laugh <laughs> at you while you get marched down to the police department. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to laugh because that's just who I am. <laughs> And I would think you would know better than to do these things. I'm telling you, I'm a We live in. Hey, I'm a crazy white boy with 19,000 rounds and 17 guns in a bulletproof. Don't come here, bro. I'm listen, I'm trying to tell you. Listen, if you do anything, say anything like uh, listen. (laughs) She gonna tell on you. I'm just gonna. It's all legal. I'm just. I'm just gonna sit back and laugh. And last thing, just remember to enjoy the ride that is. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. 
Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world so check this out please 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 donate to insane rhetoric so we can stay sustain future episodes hey thank you once again fire out Thank you for joining us on this rebroadcast Monday, and we look forward to seeing you on Rewind Wednesday. Have a great one, and remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric.